Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. My name is Steven, and I have a confession to make. I listen to my own episodes. That's right. I listen to my own episodes. There's there's a reason why I listen to them. I listen to them once, of course, when I'm editing. But once I'm done editing, I just go ahead and I get it put up, schedule it for release, and then when it's actually released... I listen to it. I listen to it on the way to work the very morning it's released every single day. And the reason I do that really, well, at least what I tell myself, is that I'm I'm just making sure that everything sounds okay. I mean, the fact of the matter is it's already released. So if it's not okay, it's that's just it's too late to really do anything about it. But I often enjoy listening to them and then cringing at all the mistakes that I hear myself make. But recently, uh, a couple of the episodes that I've listened to recently that I put out last week, I got a little negative. And some of you may listen to my shows and go, well, what do you, what, I don't remember you being really negative at all. The X-Force episode and the Six-Gun Gorilla episode, I had some negative things to say about the art and about the writing and, uh, I feel bad about that. I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that. I feel, I feel bad about that. I start thinking about the fact that, you know, what if, what if the guy who wrote Six Gun Gorilla, uh, Simon Spurrier, what if he happens, happens, happens? What if he's eating apples? What if right now he's sitting in a bar in Budapest eating apples 
while wearing red cowboy boots. That could be happening right at this moment. We don't know that. What if he happens to stumble across the episode and he's listening to it and it makes him feel bad? I, I think about these things. What if the, the artist, uh, Mr. Stokely, what if he stumbles across it and hears what I'm saying and he feels bad? Now, I doubt they're going to. A, I doubt they're going to stumble across the episode. I don't know. They might. It's out there. Anybody can, can grab it fairly easily. But I doubt that they would feel bad about what I think about their book. I think anybody who is creating something and putting it out there for people to consume, they have to expect criticism. I know that there are people who listen to this show and might listen to three minutes and go, this sucks. This guy is horrible. And then they just move on with their lives and they they don't come back. Whereas some people will listen to it and they'll listen to multiple episodes and then go out on the internet and tell everybody how bad this show sucks. I have always preferred to be the person that if I didn't like something, I just I just didn't read it anymore. I didn't watch it anymore. I didn't listen to it anymore. I download plenty of podcasts and I'll get three minutes into it and just go, nope, this is not for me. And it's for a number of reasons. It could be as simple as uh, the audio quality is terrible. It could be, I think, the, the host, for some reason, their voice just, just doesn't do anything for me. It could just be for a variety of reasons. But rather than send them feedback or get online and complain about it, I just move on with my life and go to the next show. That's what I prefer to do. I try not to talk about things on the show in a negative light because what's the point? And yet I found myself doing it with X-Force issue number one, and I found myself doing it with Six Gun Gorilla. Now, was I harsh? No, I don't feel like I was really harsh. And I think somebody like Rob Liefeld could take it because if you follow that guy on Twitter, what I said is nothing compared to what people say to him every single day. And I feel bad for the guy. He, here's the thing about Rob Liefeld, and I kept saying it wrong throughout. That's, that's another thing when I'm listening to my shows. I'm, I'm listening to the episode, and I kept referring to him as Rob Liefeld. And I remember when I was, uh, you know, 17, 16, 17 years old, and I started reading his books. In my mind, when I would see his name on the paper, it was Rob Liefeld. And I'm pretty sure it's not Rob Liefeld. I'm pretty sure it's Liefeld. But my brain had been used to thinking of his name as Liefeld for so long that a lot of times I I really have to think about it to say Liefeld. I really have to think about it. So I wasn't, when I'm recording these shows, I'm not really thinking. There's not a lot of thought process really going on, which is why I make a lot of mistakes. But if you follow Rob Liefeld on Twitter, which I do because I happen to I happen to like the guy. And here's a guy that when he was young, when he was in his 20s, he just rocketed to superstardom as a comic book creator. He helped form an entire comic book company. He's one of the original founders of Image Comics. And through that, he helped change the face of comics. I don't know that I would put his face on a Mount Rushmore of comics, but I do think that when you're talking about the history of comic books and the big key moments that changed things forever, his name 
is in there and it needs to be in there and it deserves to be in there. And he, I, I feel deep in my bones that the man commands a certain amount of respect because of it, regardless of how you feel about his artwork. I think the man should just command respect for the simple fact that he and his, and his creator friends felt that creators were being paid unfairly and they did something about it. And because of that, I think folks, I think uh, creators nowadays, and I don't have any facts to back this up, but I feel like nowadays comic book creators a little better are a little better off than they were before these guys took that stand. He is a big advocate for creators' rights. And I think the man demands a little respect because of that. And yet, if you follow him on Twitter, and I do think there's a little bit of him feeding the trolls. I think he, I think he's looking for reactions sometimes. But he'll just, uh, Marvel will put out a news story. There'll be a, like a, a news thing, a news blurb about something that Marvel's doing or something that DC is doing. And he'll, he'll react negatively to it. But not, he, he's not out there tweeting stuff like, Marvel sucks, they're the worst. He's just, you know, he'll point something out and he'll go, oh, probably not the best move, DC. Well, this is why I'm not reading Marvel. You know, stuff like that. And man, the trolls just come out of the woodwork and they just pile on him. And he, the man takes it in stride because his, he, and I agree with him. I think he's got the best defense for what anybody says to him about his artwork. Because people will come at him like, how could you even pretend to act like you have anything to say about comic books? Because you're the worst artist ever. And a lot of these young fellers, these young men and women, they don't, they don't know. They weren't there at the time. They don't know what guys like Rob Liefeld did for comics. All they see is his artwork, which again is an acquired taste. I... I can see some of the stuff that he has drawn and I just love it. I just get all, I just turn into that 17-year-old all over again and just like, whoa, look at this. Look at this piece that Liefeld did. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. And then I'll look at other stuff that he did and I'll just shake my head. And, uh, but the fact of the matter is when people come at him and they give him crap about his artwork one of the arguments, they, they, they always come at him with three things. One, your art sucks. Two, they'll show him that famous image of Captain America he drew. And three, you can't draw feet or you're afraid to draw feet. And uh, there's a big part of me that maybe today I might go through that X-Force issue number one and just grab every panel, every single panel that has feet in it and put it out there on Instagram and Twitter and just say, look, Look at all the feet in this one issue. Don't tell me Rob Liefeld is afraid to draw feet. But his biggest defense, and he doesn't defend himself. He just comes back with, hey, that's your opinion. Fact of the matter is I'm hugely successful and I still send, sell books, period. Boom, dropped a mic, walks out. And it's true. There are still hundreds of thousands of people that love his stuff and buy his books. They announced that Rob Liefeld is doing the art in a certain book. Boom, you're going to sell a bunch of copies. That's just the way it is. Whether the vocal minority, because that's really, if, if you're paying attention to Twitter, it's like you feel like everybody hates Rob Liefeld. So yeah, the point I'm trying to make here is that I felt like I got a little negative in those two episodes. 
And I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but it, I, I do I do feel bad when I do that because I did enjoy Six Gun Gorilla. I hope that came across in the episode. I couldn't put it down. I did enjoy it. There were two things about it that took me out of the story a couple of times, but I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed reading X-Force number one. I Obviously, I bought the epic collection and I'm going to continue reading it. But man, <laughs> Liefeld's art, you know, it's just one of those things. It's very polarizing. And his, his choices in costume, at least at the time, I don't think he does it all that much anymore. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've seen from him recently, his characters look less bulky, not because he's drawing them slimmer with less muscles, but because they don't have all the pouches and the padding the shoulder pads and the leg belts. That was a 90s thing. I don't know if that came from Liefeld, but it was definitely a 90s thing. And the fact of the matter is, if you look at a lot of Marvel books and DC books, after Image was formed, you're going to see a lot of art that tried to look like Liefeld. You're going to see it out there. I mean, the man sold books and he still sells books. And But there are times I just, I feel bad for him on Twitter and I want to jump to his defense. But there's no need for me to do that because he's holding, he, he comes across on Twitter as if he just doesn't give a crap what these people think. And I would like to think that that's true. I would like to think that he's just laughing all the way to the bank at these people that come on Twitter and tell him he sucks. But there's a part of me that feels like he's, he's throwing that persona out there when he's tweeting. But then he closes his phone and a single tear rolls down his face. I don't know. I do know that I was in Chicago the year that Marvel Reborn launched when Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld took over those uh, Avengers and the Hulk and Fantastic Four and Captain America. And I wasn't going to buy. At that point, I was kind of over Liefeld. I was, you know, I was... His books weren't doing it for me anymore. And he had a real issue with starting books and not finishing them. And I just, I was kind of over him. And then I go to this convention in Chicago and he's there to talk about his new run on Captain America. And he's just, he just seems like a very friendly, down to earth, personable kind of guy. And he made me believe again. And so I bought Captain America and I regretted it. It was not great, but I like the man. I may not like everything that he puts out. I may not like some of the stuff he says on Twitter, but I like the man. The, the, from what I know of the guy, he seems like a good guy. I don't know that I've ever read anything online from anybody that says that he is a, he's a terrible person and that he treated them bad at a comic book convention. I think anybody who may come, up, come at you with that may not be telling you the first part of the story where they came at Liefeld negatively first. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm not reading the right stuff, but I, I, tend to, I, I tend to try to stay away from the negative and focus on the positive. And I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it. I'm not trying to get people to go, no, no, Stephen, you, your, your episodes were fine. I just, I feel like folks need to know stuff like that about me. I don't know why I feel like folks need to know stuff like that about me. But I listened to those episodes and there was a little 
a little bit in the back of my brain that thought, if those guys listen to these episodes, are they going to feel bad about that? Should I care if they feel bad? I'm just giving my opinion. Is my opinion necessary? Do I have to give my opinion? Do we have to do anything? I really don't know if I have a point in this episode other than to say that I did enjoy Six Gun Gorilla and I did enjoy X Factor number one. I'm not going to apologize for the slightly negative bent on either of those episodes. That's not the point here either. Again, I'm not sure what the point is. Maybe I just felt like uh, I needed to get an episode out and this just happened to be on my mind. Maybe that's all this was. In the end, maybe that's all it was. I needed an episode. This was on my mind. I could fill up 15 to 20 minutes talking about it. And so that's what I did. There you go. My name's Steven and I'm just another fanboy. Try to be nice to each other. I'll try to be nice to each other. What? That didn't make sense. I'm out. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Steven or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stevenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash stevenrr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at stevenorelse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at stevenorelse. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at comicspodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.